This is a Geekio Podcast. During a normal day on planet Earth, the oceans are subject to a massive tornado stabbing down from the sky that tears all life from the deep. The phenomenon steals away all dolphin life and several other creatures, save for one, who is now alone and confused. The dolphin now searches the seven seas for answers to their whereabouts. Today, we're talking Echo the Dolphin, the music. Hello and welcome to Drink In Geek OST. This is a show where we drink beer and listen to geeky soundtracks. This episode is featuring Dot and Lines, Dolphin Farts, I am Player One, Saf, and this is a solo mission where I will be talking about Echo the Dolphin's uh, couple of games and the music. The track you are currently listening to is the title theme or the opening theme for the 1992 Echo the Dolphin on the Sega Master Drive or Mega Drive um, or the Sega Genesis as it's known in the United States. There's also a Sega CD version of this game and its sequel, but all the music I am talking about today comes from the Genesis because I prefer that soundtrack. This song is really good. It kind of puts you in the mood for the game. At least as far as music, this is kind of what you expect uh, from this series. It all kind of has this kind of synthy, kind of jazzy vibe. Um, I really like this like jazzy breakdown here. And it kind of ends abruptly like that. This is kind of a special episode. I'll be talking about a beer in a second, but I wanted to point out that this show does still exist. And um, throw this little episode out. Just me talking about Echo the Dolphin. um, Reminding you that the show exists and uh, that we are preparing for season two to come eventually. We just been having running into some scheduling issues, and um, it's been hard to record, especially due to the COVID restrictions and stuff. It's hard to get together. We can't really get together, and it's you know easier to record these episodes when you can get together and listen to the music together. But we will be. We have lots of more ideas for season two, like um, a WandaVision episode, a bunch of Zelda episodes to celebrate the 35th anniversary of that. And um, a Godzilla episode, a bunch of uh, Bond-themed episodes, um, and a Mortal Mortal Kombat episode. So look forward to all that coming soon, whenever we get around to recording Season 2. For this episode, I mentioned I've got a beer called Dolphin Farts. Very fitting for this dolphin-themed video game. It comes from Dot and Line Brewing out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. A fairly new brewery, I think they're 
going to celebrate their one-year anniversary in a couple of months, maybe? I went there a little while back, picked up some cans, and this is one of them. So uh, on the side of the can, it says, Have you ever wondered what a dolphin fart smells like? Well, we did, and it's rainbows and magic all the way down. The smoothly balanced double IPA with the silly name will have you sniffing around for more. It's 9.3 ABV. No IBUs listed, but it does tell you a little bit about the ingredients. The hops are Simcoe, Amarillo, Citra, Columbus. Yeast is US05. Grain, dextrose, pale flaked oats, and Munich. A little bit about the brewery. Our printing background has taught us that true value comes from hard work, attention to detail, and using the finest ingredients. We are not about gimmicks, shortcuts, or silly taglines. It's all about brewing the best quality beer every single day. This is our bottom line and our promise to you. So sit back, relax, and drink in the experience. Remember, it's not worth having if you can't share. And I believe I did share this one with a friend of mine, the co-host Dustin, but he's not on this episode because I wanted to record it all by myself. Um, I would have liked to have him here, but just scheduling. He's probably working right now because I took the day off. And I figured while I got the day off, I will drink some beer and talk about it. Um, as far as the beer, well, I guess I should describe the can. It's a really cute can. We've got a dolphin jumping out of the water, drinking a rainbow-colored lolly, or drinking, eating a rainbow-colored lollipop. Um, there's a rainbow in the background. He's got some friends underwater. They've got some uh, lollipops as well. This one fish does not have a lollipop, and he also looks kind of upset because the dolphin appears to be farting in his face. There are bubbles coming out of what I assume is the dolphin's booty hole. Um, and then in the sky there are some stars. And then there's this weird... I don't know what this is. It's a weird smiley face, kind of with cracked out eyes. Um, I'm not sure what that reference is. Seems out of place on this. But overall I love this can. It's, it's kind of like a hand-drawn look to it. Very cool. Check it out on our Instagram for this episode. Uh, Drinking Geek Out. That is where you can find all of our posts at Drinking Geek Out on Instagram and Twitter. Drinking Geek Out is our other podcast, which is still releasing episodes weekly. So um, we share an Instagram and uh, Twitter with them and a website, drinkinggeekout.com. Check out that other podcast. It has a similar theme to this one, but we don't talk about music so much we talk about movies and uh tv shows and stuff like that you can also support the show by reviewing us and subscribing on whatever podcast app you use or uh buy a shirt from our threadless shot threadless shop and other merch we've got other merch on there too like masks and stuff but that is drinkinggeekout.threadless.com Or you can throw us a few dollars on Patreon and uh, get a few bonus episodes and other stuff that we throw out occasionally, not too often, but we do have a bunch of stuff up there that you can catch up on. It's patreon.com slash drinkinggeekout. Now to the beverage, which I have under the table for some reason, but I gotta pull that out. It 
talking about the color. Ooh, let me pull that sheet up real quick. It's a darker orange. It's a double IPA, so it's kind of that double IPA range, 10 through 14, maybe. I want to say Aquaman just to keep with the aquatic theme, but I think it's closer to the Morph Ball or Ben Grimm, but I'm just going to go ahead and go Morph Ball orange on this one. It's kind of Samus colored, which is another video game. Not on Sega, but it'll do. I'm taking some sniffes. Take, uh, talk about the smell here in a second. It smells pretty fruity. Kind of getting some tropical fruity notes like a papaya or mm, a mango maybe. And a hint of the hops. And a little bit of, if I take a real huge sniff, a little bit of the alcohol. But it actually uh, smells pretty delightful. If this is what a dolphin's fart smells like, uh, count me in. Um, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and take my first or second or third sip. Mmm. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, I have drank one of my cans earlier, and I wasn't into it. I mean, I, I liked it, but um, this time around, I'm liking it a lot more. I think because I actually took the sniffies and, like, uh, I wasn't just opening it and drinking it. I got the whole sense, senses involved. But, yeah, it's not overly um, bitterer. I, if I'm trying to guess the IBUs, I would say in the 30s range. Which I gotta, I gotta pull that sheet back up so I can tell you my geek IBU. It's probably, oh, let's go with a 32. That's the Sega 32X, which is a Genesis Genesis add-on. So keeping with the theme, I'm also getting some notes of orange or maybe grapefruit, some sort of uh, delicious citrusness. Uh, but the alcohol actually is a little bit noticeable uh, after. You let it sit in your mouth a little bit. There's a little bit of the alcohol burn to it because it's like almost 10%. But uh, it's it's really uh, quite dangerous being that high. Looking over at the untappedables, untapped.com, it's got 252 total check-ins, 199 ratings with an average of 3.9. Not too shabby. Let's see. Any friends? Oh, yeah, I got a couple of friends. I got Keith, Drink In, Geek Out, our fellow co-host from that show, and maybe an upcoming guest on this show. A past guest on this show, actually. He was on our uh, Mario Odyssey episode. He'll probably be on a future Zelda episode. Maybe the Godzilla episode. So look forward to that. But he gave it a 4 out of 5 and said, Great name, great tasting dipper, a bit sweet up front from the Citra, and remains hoppy on the back end. Great flavor and not too hoppy for me. Because uh, he's not into like super hoppy IPAs. And our other friend from Drinking Geek Out, Pale. He also gave it a 4, but he didn't taste it or say anything. So I don't know what he really thought about it. So just going to scroll through here real quick. And see if anybody else had anything good to say. This Mike K said, tried it again, still malty. 375. I don't know, I don't taste the malts overly. But I guess because it's not as bitter as he wants, I don't know. I get mostly fruit and hops. <laughs> Gary Gray, or I guess Gary G, I don't know what the F or G star stands for. He said, what would it sound like? And gave it a 3.75, which is a good question. What would a dolphin fart smell uh, sound like? 
I'll play Bubble 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 Bubble. Rodney W. Loving the dolphin fart right in my mouth. Three or four twenty-five. And as always, that is out of five bottle caps. Uh no one else says anything. Maybe this last one. Nope, he didn't say anything, just a picture. So time for my final thoughts. So I gave this beer a four and a half. I said, great name, beautiful label design, lovely smell, and delicious flavor. But be careful because the 9.3% will get you, which is very true. After, if you had to drink like two or three of these, you're done for the day. I mean, one of these is just uh, enough. And um, yeah, I just like that delicious fruit flavor and that it's not overly hoppy, so... If that's what you're into, and you, I mean, if you're in the Fort Wayne area, definitely check out Dot Online. It's one of the great up-and-coming breweries in the, uh, the city of Fort Wayne. And there's a lot of other breweries to check out while you're there, so make a day of it. But now, let's get to the music. That's what you're here for. Um, and this next song is called Under Caves. <laughs> Kind of a darker song, uh, a little bit uh, more depressing, I guess, because you're about to enter the caves. Uh, it it kind of fits, I think. Uh, I will say, Echo the Dolphin was released in 1992. The original game followed the exploits of a young dolphin named Echo as he searched the seas and eventually time itself for his missing pod. Coming up next is Ice Caverns. Nope, Ice Zones. This was under caverns. And this is Ice Zone. Echo the Dolphin is a series of action-adventure video games developed by Appalosa Interactive, previously known as Novatrade International. It was published by Sega. They were originally developed for the Mega Drive, Genesis, and Dreamcast video game consoles and have been ported to numerous systems. The story follows eponymous Echo, a bottlenose dolphin. who fights extraterrestrial threats to the world. The games are known for their high difficulty level. Echo was created by Ed Inaziata, who also produced Chakan, the Forever Man. And this uh, Ice Zone uh, definitely has the kind of feel of uh, a colder level. Moving on to the lagoon.
Very dramatic. But also atmospheric, I guess. It has kind of an Asian theme, I feel like. If you imagine that sound being like a gong, maybe it's offensive, but it just has kind of that that idea of an Asian song. Let's move on to Open Ocean. Now I mentioned extraterrestrial threats and I feel like this is the first song that kind of makes you think that something weird is happening in this game. It's a cool song, but it, it, it is very, like, off-putting in a way. Like, uh, kind of sci-fi-y. Next up, we have The Vents. I believe this was composed by Spencer Nelson or Nielsen. He did the Mega Drive and the CD version. Uh, he is best known for his soundtracks for, for the Sega CD versions of Batman Returns, Echo, Echo the Ties of Time, Jurassic Park, Adventures of Batman and Robin, The Amazing Spider-Man vs. The Kingpin, as well as North American version of Sonic CD. So I imagine, oops, moving on to time travel. Um, I, as I was saying, I imagine we'll talk about him again just because of the amount of work he's done, but he's also worked on a number of film and television scores and released a New Age album titled Architects of Change in eight, 1989. Uh, let's move on to Island Zone. Kind of tropically, in a way. Um, getting back to Spencer, he is the former president of Expression College for Digital Arts in Emeryville, Emeryville, California, co-chairman of the Board of Music in Schools Today. He is also the owner and co-founder of Illumina Studios, a full-service media design and production company. This might be my favorite of the songs so far. Pretty simple, but it also kind of uh, cheery. Lastly, for this game, Welcome to the Machine. I haven't really got to talk about the game too much yet, so I've never actually, well, not that I can recall, I've played this game. But my neighbor had the game, and I remember watching him play, 
and I have a specific memory of getting to an area where you're kind of stuck and uh, there's just a walls on you get to a wall basically and eventually I remember him learning that you can jump over this wall by jumping out of the ocean and like over this wall and uh, that was a very exciting moment and that has stuck with me my whole life I guess because I mean that's really the only memory I have I was probably like 10, 10 years old at the time um, this is the title theme for Echo Tides of the Time But uh, as I was saying, uh, I I don't have a lot of memory from playing the game, but I looked up some gameplay footage, and uh, it's really kind of crazy that this game even exists, because you're just a dolphin that kind of swims around, and then you start getting into weird alien stuff later in the game. Uh, at some point, like a whale tells you about you have to travel back in time to go to Atlantis and then you explore through Atlantis and then you get to uh, go further back in time and you're like or maybe you're going forward in time I'm not sure how far back it said like 40 million years ago or something but then you're in like dinosaur times and you jump out of the water at some point and a pterodactyl grabs you and <laughs> takes you to a different area But again, I'm, I'm, I really enjoyed this uh, title theme for uh, Echo, The Tides of Time, which is the 1994 game. But in, in the original game, it, it sort of towards the end, you travel finally back to the start of the game by time travel. And you end up like right where you started. And you... Uh, talk to a dolphin that says something like the marks on your head looks like the stars in the sky which kind of tells you to jump out of the water and then when you jump out of the water like that vortex thing comes down again and you get sucked up this time uh, and you actually get onto the spaceship or whatever the hell's attacking and then you kind of swim through the spaceship you're fighting like weird xenomorph looking aliens really wild. Moving on to the next track. This is Fault Zone. Uh, but uh, at, finally at the end of that game you fight like a giant alien head that takes up the whole screen basically and you just like kind of your attack move is to like poke it with your nose and you can also kind of scream at it, I guess. It, it, it's like echo waves, like echolocating. It kind of shoots out waves, and it's, you make a dolphin-type noise. And then you save all your friends by defeating that guy. Pretty weird, but I guess it's it, it, does, it did seem pretty difficult, except for this video is like two hours long, and he beats it in that time, so... But he, he was very familiar with whoever was playing. Uh, Fault Zone, great song, very uh, kind of dark and spooky in a way, but uh, high quality. Let's move on to Two Tides.
This one I only wanted to play because it reminded me of a Lonely Island song. Just two tides and we're having a good time. Having a good time. Having a good time. We're just two tides and we're having a good time. So if you're familiar with that. This part of the song is pretty cool, but... That's all I wanted to say about that. So let's go to time travel again. Again's not part of the title, but it, this song returns from the original game. It happens a lot earlier, apparently. But it's basically the same song, just slightly updated. So we'll move on to Trillia's Bay. really good song uh, there's like splashing type noises in it a couple of the songs have had these the time travel kind of has that but pretty pre prevalent in this one as well audio for a second. Hopefully that's not noticeable. I meant to turn my headphones down. This part of the song is really where it kicks in. Love this. Alright, next up we have maybe my favorite song. It's called Tube of Medusa. Starts out kind of boring, not much happening here. But then they bring in this bass guitar or whatever the hell this thing is. And it becomes a jam. Wait for it, it gets better. Just rocking out right now. What the hell? Why is this? This song is too good to be in this game. Even like, maybe it's a good game. I don't know, but this song is amazing. I've never played the sequel. I did look at some footage from this game. Uh, it looks almost identical to the original. Updated graphics slightly because I was watching it on uh, Sega CD. And uh, there's like uh, 
cut full full video cutscenes that are like in CGI almost finding Nemo type graphics but not quite that good. I just want to listen to this song some more. Um, but we don't have time for that. I think it's kind of ramping down anyways. Let's move on to Aqua Tubeway. I mean, there's artificial drums on that song. Mm, badass. Um, also about this game, there is an, some kind of third person view type levels from what I could see. When you time travel, you go into like a ring and then it becomes like a, a third person view where you're behind the dolphin and you are swimming through. You got to swim through all the rings. It kind of reminds me of the third person levels in Sonic where you're in that little half pipe thing, uh, but you're underwater still. and um, It looks pretty fun. This has been Aqua Tubeway. Uh, pretty cool song. I like this part a lot. Oh, I, I sh uh, let's. Yeah, I just like the synthy kind of almost eighties vibe of this. We should move on. Next up we have Moray Abyss. As I noted earlier, there is a Sega CD version of this game, but the soundtrack for that version is done by our boy Spencer Nielsen, or Nelson, not sure how you pronounce it, but um, this uh, the songs we're listening to are from the Genesis version, which have a different composer, uh, because the Sega CD version is kind of like actual music, like orchestras, instruments, and stuff, and this is more technic, tech, like synthes and you know MIDI file type music, not real instruments. And uh, uh, I prefer that style of music when it comes to video games. So I didn't really even listen to the CD ver uh, Sega CD version. Um, but the composers for this version are Attila Dobos, Andres Magyari, and Andy Armour. A lot of A names. Uh, this is a pretty good song, but uh, nothing too special, so let's move on. To big water. One of the more kind of emotional songs in the game, I feel like. It really kind of reminds me of a F-Zero song from the F-Zero episode we did a f 
um, a few episodes ago. It's been a while, but uh, it might be the Big Blue episode or Big Blue song. Or something. Uh, just this, there's a F Zero song from the Super Nintendo game that sounds similar to this. I feel like. This one is very atmospheric and just kind of, I could see definitely big water vibes from this. Take me away to the open water. That's the lyrics I just made up. Take me and show me the fishes. Alright, let's move on before, um... I break the recording device with my horrible singing. This track is called Convergence. And um, I chose this song because it's kind of different because of the... uh, I don't know if that's a xylophone, almost? Or like, kind of sounds like somebody drumming on coconuts? Whatever that is, I thought that was cool and interesting. Can't tell you about what's happening in the game at this point because I didn't play it, but uh, I do like this. Uh, I don't know. This vibe of this song. And then it also has this kind of mystery to it. And that, like, like the up and down scales right there are really cool. But really, I came to this song for the coconut drums. Alright, let's move on. Because we got a lot to cover still. This is the inside theme. I wanted to play this song because it reminded me of the Welcome to the Machine from the uh, first game. Kind of dark and technical. There's something fishy going around. <laughs> Get it? Like the some of the notes seem like out of tune or something, which is to set you on edge, I believe. Right, the last track from this is coming up, and it's called Fish City. beginning of it kind of reminds me of a song from Ocarina of Time, but then there's this part. Which seems like something bad's happening. 
It's very unsettling. Um, but I have one more game to talk. I want to talk about. It's Echo the Dolphin, Defender of the Future from the Sega Dreamcast. And this is the title theme. Very bright, happy, fun. Maybe you're thinking about Free Willy right now. Very late 90s, early 2000s. Just fun. The game was also ported to the PlayStation 2, but uh, this is the Dreamcast uh, soundtrack. Got some kind of wavy, splashy noises. Let's go on to Aquamarine Bay. Uh, so the game was released in 2000. The title re-envisioned the eco-mythos in a new earth with a new premise. So it's a brand new game, brand new story, kind of reimagining, re that's a, a reboot, I guess. light and fun song again you're just getting the feel for your character at the moment so swimming around with your buddies and uh, just enjoying life headbutting a fish or two This is the Perils of the Coral Reef, Great White. Uh, I thought this beginning of it reminded me of uh, Golden Eye, I See the Future, the Tina Turner theme for Golden Eye. But it's about to uh, change, I believe. Maybe not. I don't know. It's a pretty cool song, but it, it's very kind of. Uh, I think I'm guessing there's a great white shark about, so you gotta look out for that. It kind of has like a Jaws theme. Uh, the, uh, I will say the composer for this is a new composer, Tim Fallon. 
which I will tell you more about in one second. This track is called Four Ways of Mystery. It does have a kind of mysterious vibe. There's like a almost a ticking clock in the background, it kind of seems like. Gotta solve that mystery, you only have a certain amount of time. So Tim Fallon is an English former video game composer who has written tracks for a variety of titles for home gaming systems, including ZX Spectrum, Commodore 64, Amiga, Atari ST, the NES, the Mega Drive, Super NES, Game Boy, Dreamcast, and PlayStation. Fallon also co-founded a TV advertising company called ABF Pictures and a general purpose media company called Baggy Cat Limited, which to date has produced two video games, uh, Contradiction and At Dead of Night. New song, Who Dis? This is a Passage from Genesis, which I thought was a clever title because it's moved from the Sega Genesis to the Dreamcast. I'm assuming that's a reference, but even if not, I, I will believe it is. It almost has like a dolphin talking uh, sound in it. That sound. I feel like that is a dolphin, but I don't know how they produce that sound. If it actually is a dolphin. Um, additionally, among Fallen's works are the soundtracks to Solstice, Silver Surfer, Spider-Man slash X-Men Arcade Revenge, Plock, and this game, Echo the Dolphin, Defender of the Future. So maybe we'll bring him up again when we talk about like some of these Marvel games. But uh, I think we've got the point here. Let's move on to Pathways from Nowhere. Another kind of mysterious song. It sort of reminds me of like a Sherlock type British show with the twangy whatever that instrument is that they tend to use in those theme songs. Pretty cool song. I'm enjoying it. It also has that kind of clicking clock in the background. There was a sequel to this game called Echo 2 Sentinels of the Universe, which was canceled. Uh, the It was in development in 2001, but canceled due to the decline of the Dreamcast. So, I mean, since Dreamcast kind of failed, the game was shelved, but a playable build of the game leaked online eventually in 2016. I do not have any music from that. Let's move on to our last song of the episode. Master of Forgotten Skills Introduction. Um, There are also two Echo Jr. games 
that I left out of this episode, Echo Jr. and Echo Jr. in the Great Ocean Treasure Hunt. Echo Jr. was released in 95. It was attended as an edutainment and lacked the sophistication and difficulty of previous two titles. When Echo and his friends find out Big Blue, a wise and famous whale, is near, they must do favorite and break crystals in order to pass the stage and find Blue, Big Blue. And then Echo Jr. 2 has a similar story. I didn't even look into those at all. They're, they seem to be kind of spin-offs, cash grab. Um, like easier child versions of these, uh, the original Echo, so um, didn't entice me. Uh, but this song is one of the better ones that I found from this soundtrack. Uh, I didn't include a lot of the Dreamcast songs because I didn't like them as much. They're too, like, real orchestra sounding and not as, like, that 16-bit, 8-bit vibes that I like. So, um, that's why you don't hear a lot from them in my playlist. But, they do exist. I also want to mention there is a soundtrack called Echo Songs of Time. Um, it's an album that contains the original soundtrack for the Sega CD version of Echo the Dolphin and Echo the Tides of Time. It was released in September 3rd, 1996. It was all the music composed by Spencer Nielsen. Uh, it's atmospheric and ambient, heavy on high-quality synthesizers, low-frequency percussions, and various samples, including dolphin squeaks and squeals. Uh, track 1 through 11 are from Tides of Time, and tracks 12 through 8 are from Echo the Dolphin, which seems backwards to me, but I think it came out during the time of the second game, so they wanted to promote that first, and then... Like, oh, we also have these tracks from this old game. Maybe you should go back and check that one out. Uh, I, As I said, I don't like the Sega CD versions of these songs as much. But they are available to listen to. You can find this CD on YouTube for free. And um, I will maybe uh, post a link for that in the show notes as well if I remember to do that. Um, but that's it. That's all I have. So, um, let me know if you're, you have any memories of Echo the Dolphin, reach out to us. You can hit us up out on, uh, Instagram or Twitter at drinkingeekout or our email drinkingeekout at gmail.com. Check out our website, drinkingeekout.com, you know, all the things I said earlier. And until next time, Echo, if we breathe air, why do we live beneath the waves? If you live anywhere in Northeast Indiana and would like to try great craft beer for a very special price, you need to check out Chapman's Brewing online beer ordering service. Go to shop.chapmansbrewing.com, choose any of their excellent beers, and get this. They will deliver a growler or two or three right to your front door. The best part? Just for being a loyal Drink and Geek Out listener, you can get 15% off your total purchase. 15% off! All you do is use the coupon code DIGO15, that's D-I-G-O-1-5, when you check out. 
Get Chapman's beer delivered for 15% off now at shop.chapmansbrewing.com. It's a limited time offer, so don't wait. 